Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. If you made it this far, you're interested in finding out if we're going to have a housing market crash. If you've seen some of the other videos, uh, fantastic. If you haven't, uh, watch those because uh, I cover some of the other details which you need to know about. Uh, and as always, please like so I know that this content is valuable and useful to you. And of course, uh, subscribe so you get regular updates. And please post comments and let me know if this is the type of content you want. If you have any questions, I'll answer them. Or, or if you want other types of content, let me know. Because the more you let me know, the more I can focus the content on what you want. The more value you'll get, the better it is. And I think that's the best way of doing it. So please like, subscribe and comment. Now in terms of the housing uh, market, what do economists think a housing market crash is likely to occur? So why, sorry, why do they think it's likely to occur? A crash is defined as prices falling by 20% over two years. Economist Fred Harrison studied the housing market and he went back all the way to a couple of hundred years. Uh, and he argued that the m cycle is around about 18 years. And he covers that in his book, Boom Bust, House Prices, Banking and the Depression of 2010. Now currently it's estimated to be uh, seven years in the cycle, so house prices were due to drop a bit uh, as the market uh, correction takes place before coronavirus hit. And we know that's changed the game overall uh, for everybody. Now the Financial Times were also discussing the possibility of a housing market crash in 2019 uh, due to the uncertainty of Brexit. Now we know where we are with Brexit, things aren't moving in the right direction, that's causing problems too. So now we've got COVID, we've got Brexit, and we've got the cycle being, the economic cycle being uh, at a particular place where there's some form of a correction is due to take place. Now if you've been following uh, the Brexit news and conversations you'll see that as the transition period is coming to an end uh, and a deal has not been agreed by the UK and the European Union uh, and we've got no trade deals in place with other countries like we were previously promised of an ready deal but they've not been negotiated there is a possibility that we are going to have a no deal and that's going to have severe economic consequences in my opinion uh, however the predicted effects of Brexit on the housing market prior to the coronavirus crisis appeared to be subdued. Now, due to COVID-19, unemployment has risen and left a large section of the uh, population financially instable. Uh, and with the furlough scheme coming to an end at the end of this month, October, uh, it is likely that there will be further job losses. Some are saying million, some have heard talk about two million plus. That is going to be catastrophic. Job losses means people go on unemployment uh, benefit. The state has, has to support them. They can't pay their bills, can't pay their rent, can't keep up with their mortgage payments. It's all interlinked, intertwined. You know where this is going. 
A study by the University of Salford in 2014 uh, looked into the previous housing crashes and it argued that a predictor of an oncoming crash is that if mortgage payments uh, are more than 45% of household income, 44%. Uh, now with, with furlough and the mortgage holiday scheme coming to an end, this is likely to be true. And I did cover mortgage payments in one of the earlier videos. Uh, so have a look at that and I'll go into a bit more detail. Now the FT, the Financial Times, predicts that a crash would make house prices for first-time buyers much more difficult. And we know where we are right now. If you live in London, pretty much, most people can't afford to buy a house in London. And first-time buyers outside London are already struggling to buy their first home. So, not looking good. Nationwide recently introduced a policy that first-time buyers would have to prove that they have saved 75% of their deposit on their own but business insider reported that family members can give an average of seventeen and a half thousand pounds likely a very significant portion of the deposit uh, needed on price uh, and uh, is a obviously significant towards uh, the uh, obtaining a mortgage so that's where we are with deposits now, growth in wages uh, has failed to keep up with interest. Interest rates are unusually low at the moment, as you know, and people have been taking advantage of that uh, in terms of growing their businesses and growing their property portfolios and getting very decent uh, rates of interest on their mortgage deals. Uh, and with the pandemic, uh, there's been support with uh, the bounce back loan, uh, the coronavirus business interruption loan and interest rates have stayed low uh, which has kept uh, mortgage deals very lucrative uh, but it's not always easy to get a mortgage I've had that on one of my developments 21 flats finished just before COVID had it surveyed down valued and then COVID hit lockdown and they've asked uh, 164 questions uh, including uh, the inside leg measurement of my trousers which isn't very useful information for anybody but that's how far they went so that's the pandemic and we know when there's an economic crisis the economy shrinks we have a problem we're already in recession it could lead to depression but I think house prices are going to go down now when house prices rise again this could be that Many people who have just entered into the housing market are wanting to take advantage of low interest rates as they are right now, uh, but they could face difficulties, uh, especially if they don't have a fixed rate mortgage. Some go for fixed rate, some go for variable. That's a personal choice people make. Uh, housing charities estimate that 200,000 private tenants have slipped into arrears during the pandemic. That's a big, big number, 200,000. That's a lot uh, for the UK. Uh, and with obviously the furlough and the ban on in eviction notices ending soon, it is likely that this number will increase significantly, which means there will be an even bigger issue and a bigger problem in the housing market. The Financial Times argue that uh, simply building more homes is not going to address the issue of home ownership because it's too expensive for a growing proportion of the population. And that's true. People, the salaries haven't gone up. People can't afford to buy them. So if you're building more homes, which aren't affordable homes, uh, people can't afford to buy them because the salaries aren't sufficient uh, to fund the deposit. And people can't save a deposit. And they can't keep up the mortgage repayments like I covered in one of the earlier videos. 
uh, mortgage repayments or rent is a significant part of anybody's uh, income uh, and so therefore you need to have a good sustainable income to be able to afford the houses especially when prices are going up or to be able to afford to pay the rent so that's an issue the national housing foundation says, says that uh, it needs to be more there needs to be more social housing which is important it's absolutely correct uh, i use the word affordable housing but the real term is social housing there needs to be more social housing uh, and if housing becomes unaffordable for a very large section of the population prices may come crashing down and we are i think there or thereabouts most people i speak to uh, who are employed uh, feel they can't afford to buy a house they're renting uh, but if they lose a job they can't pay the rent that's gonna have an adverse effect knock-on effect on the housing market now mortgage holders are uh, just being postponed right now uh, due to obviously covid uh, and i think there that's helping postpone the crash but uh, those are, are finishing and people are having to make repayments and that's gonna mean people need to start paying them uh, catching up with their mortgage payments and that's gonna cause them problems uh, it took until 2008 for the global financial crisis uh, beginning in 2007 to affect the housing market uh, so I, again in 2021 I think we're gonna be where we were back in 2008 not in that same position but seeing a crash in the market uh, and banks are preparing for a crash by making it harder to get new mortgages like I said earlier and I've shared my own example with you so you may have seen many experts advising uh, their clients or sharing content online uh, to say if you're thinking about selling your property or you, you, you're considering it do it but they are advising against buying new property both due to uh, how high house prices are at the moment and in terms of how difficult it is to get a mortgage and the situation with the uncertainty of Brexit covid where we are in the cycle in terms of the economy now depending on the reach of these experts and uh, how many people follow them uh, and how many people follow their advice depending on what they do one or two things will happen uh, either it's going to push up the uh, demand which means more people want to buy uh, or it's going to lead to people not buying and following their advice uh, and uh, a drop in the prices so it depends on how people take the advice. Are they going to take the advice or they're not going to take the advice? That's going to lead to one or two scenarios. Either more demand, people uh, prices go up, or less demand and then prices have to come down because that's how the marketplace works. However, the lockdown has caused many to reevaluate what they want from life and so many are seeking to move home as a direct result. And we've seen that right now. All the calls I've been making recently in the last uh, about three or four months uh, to uh, bid on houses, houses are being sold at asking price, some have gone beyond asking price, the market is still buoyant, properties are selling pretty quickly, uh, so things are looking good, I think people are taking advantage of the SDLT as well, some are maybe using their bounce back loans to fund some of their property purchase, some are using the coronavirus business in interruption to, to fund it, some haven't paid their VAT, their PAYE, their personal tax, some may even have uh, deferred their corporation tax by talking to HMRC so they've got that extra cash flow and they're using that to invest in property and buying more properties that that those could be some of the reasons uh, why uh, houses are selling very very fast but people are uh, buying more properties moving into 
new homes, finding new places to live into. Some people are obviously moving because they, they either need a, a bigger garden or they need more space or they need more living space or they want to move out of a flat into a home, out of a city centre, into the villages. Whatever the reason for them moving, they are looking to move. And this has an impact on the market because perhaps they're selling fast, therefore prices are staying strong. Now the International Monetary Fund says the UK prices are 30% above models uh, and in 2008 we were 30% above their models so looking very similar to where we were in 2008 and they're also saying that UK house prices have grown faster than incomes which I've covered earlier uh, therefore people are finding it unaffordable now the Office for Budget Responsibility says that the most pessimistic outcome is that house prices will fall by 20% and that residential values predicted to fall uh, about 8% in 2020 uh, and not return to Q1 of 2020 uh, until possibly 2022 and commercial property is predicted to fall by 13.8% and to recover slowly. So you can see where all this is going. You've got COVID, you've got Brexit, you've got the where we are in the cycle. Houses are unaffordable, unemployment rates might go up. Uh, so I think prices are going to drop significantly in 2021, uh, which might lead, may lead to a 20% more or, or drop, which means we are going to have a housing market crash. Keep, watch, keep watching if you like what I've shared. Click like, subscribe, share your comments, and I'll keep sharing with you more about the housing market if that's what you want me to talk about. If there's other things you want me to talk about in terms of property, in terms of my own deals, experiences, negotiations, no money down, how to fund deals, how to structure deals. Tell me what you want, and that's what I'll share with you. Thanks for watching, please keep supporting this channel and I'll keep sharing content that you want. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.